Hello, everyone. Welcome again to our Stepping Up to the Plate podcast series. I'm Dan Clauser, President and General Manager of the Berkshire Baseball Club, and we have with us again Kevin Cantner, our Vice President of Baseball Operations. In this podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about the history of Berks County baseball that we're trying to uh, embrace and bring awareness to uh, out at our Berks Youth Rec Facility project. So, um, you know, Kevin, you and I in the last podcast, we talked a lot about, you know, the history of the organization itself. Um, now I'd like to kind of talk about, you know, the fact that, you know, the fields that are out there at the rec facility, we're going to be naming, you know, Whitey Krausky Field, Charlie Wagner Field, Rocky Calavito Field, and Vic Wirtz Field. And then uh, apart from that, uh, some of the walkways we'll be naming after some of our local baseball legends as well with uh, Carl Farilla Way will be one of the pathways uh, or, or walkways. Uh, Dick Gernert Way uh, will also be one of the the uh, walking paths out there. And then uh, Paul Cooter Jones Way and uh, Rocky Santilli Way. So, um, you know, the fact that, you know, you and I have kind of been around, you know, throughout the, the entire time, um, you know, as, as an organization to, you know, educate those that come out to that facility um of the the you know history of berks county baseball in general i mean what you know how do you feel about you know the the approach we're taking on that and how we're we're going about honoring those players well i think not not only are we going to be educating any of the local players um specifically who may be using that field and um would be able to find out or at least become curious about some of those names who they may not know, um, unfortunately, because uh, m- many of those names are from um, years long ago, um, not some of the more recent names of athletes that have come out of Berks County. So I think that's a good educational point for Berks County, but I think also, again, for the youth that would come in from other areas of Pennsylvania or even um, you know the out-of-state teams that they're – um, at least have, might have an interest peaked on, um, you know, some some professional players, uh, some of of note, um, not necessarily uh, Hall of Fame players like Willie Mays or Mickey Mantle or things like that, but um, getting a local flavor of uh, how rich the baseball tradition is from the Berks County area. And I know, you know one of the things that, uh, you know, that we're trying to do out there is, is really almost kind of create a, a mini outdoor berks county baseball museum in a in a sense um you know because i know uh you know when we talked about doing this as an organization it, it we wanted to do more than just hang you know some names on the backstop um you know where somebody would walk up and you know look and say oh there's you know rocky Calavito field but again if you're from new jersey or even if you're from you know west lawn you may not know you know why is that field named rocky calavito field um you know so with the fact that we're going to have a you know a big sign out there um, that'll kind of highlight all the players together and their their ties to berks county um as well as each field will have kind of a individual bio so to speak of uh you know of the player that the field or the the pathway was named after um you know to kind of highlight you know Again, their ties to Berks County, what they did, um, you know, to 
get the field or the pathway named after him that that sort of stuff i just you know i think it'll be pretty neat to see some of the younger players just kind of walking around and, and reading you know some of those signs and, and plaques that we'll have around the the facility yeah i mean again uh you know there are some more recent names of uh of players you know locally some of whom um you know we've competed against in in our younger years uh that maybe some of the younger kids may know um you know just because uh they've been around you know they've they've been um uh you know had features in the paper because they've played more recently in professional baseball whether it be the the major leagues or minor league baseball but yeah i think uh, particularly i would think some of the parents <laughs> of some of these children um, or even grandparents who come to see the grandchildren might be might get um, some, something out of it as well because they'll they may recognize the names um, you know from when they were younger and uh, you know some of them may have been their local baseball heroes because they were from this area uh, but again I think that uh, it's education it's it's certainly something that I think uh, will be exciting for some of the kids I, I mean I I guess we probably all can't wait for some kid to come up and ask us um, maybe a little bit more about one of the bios or something like that and say, well, you know, did, did you know these guys or, you know, did they play here? Uh, you know, because you're just, again, you're just sort of in in the kid's mind and, and getting them uh, some, some history or something uh, of different interest to them other than uh, video games or cartoons or whatever they're, they're into today. Right. And I think, you know, the other thing, is you know a lot of those players really did have um you know some significant careers um you know it wasn't like uh you know we're featuring some guys who had a cup of coffee in the big leagues uh you know charlie wagner was uh ted williams roommate um you know and anybody who knows anything about baseball knows who who ted williams was um you know carl ferrillo was a teammate of jackie robinson when he broke the car- the color barrier um you know, so that that is a, a huge piece of baseball history that I don't know that a whole lot of people really piece together that ties back to, you know, Berks County, that we had a Berks County resident who was part of a very significant time in baseball history, um, you know, being April 15th, 1947, when um, when Jackie broke the, the color barrier, um, you know, then, you know, Rocky Calavito, um, you know, being, uh, you know, huge, huge fan favorite in cleveland um you know he was actually voted the uh uh the the most i believe is the most likable uh player in cleveland indian history um you know vic wirtz i know a lot of people you know probably don't you know really know when they see video or pictures of willie may's catch in the 1954 world series that it was a, a reading resident who who hit that ball um you know willie mays gets all the credit and, uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny as I've done, you know, some of my homework and history on some of these players, I kind of feel like I've gotten to know them a little bit, um, even though, you know, most of them aren't here with us anymore. Um, but I know uh, I read somewhere where Vic Wirtz uh, was asked one time about, uh, you know, about that play, about the catch that, that Willie Mays made, um, you know, if it kind of um, angered him, so to speak, you know, by being, you know, tied to that play where he was the guy who made the out is you know almost as if he was the goat so to speak but you know in the polo grounds I mean it was 480 some feet to dead center field and you know Vic hit that ball like 460 and I I think Vic's response to that question was you know if I would have hit a home run probably no one would have remembered me 
um, you know, so just to, that he kind of embraced being on the other end of a great play like that, I thought was was pretty cool. Um, you know, and then and then actually, you know, some of the the players themselves um, that were, you know, honoring out there, how they they kind of have ties, you know, to each other. Uh, Rocky Calavito and Vic Wirtz were teammates for a little while. Um, Vic Wirtz and Dick Gernert were, were teammates um, for a couple years. Um, you know, so that that's you know really, you know, as you kind of dig in and you see, you know, I mean, I, I don't know how many other times where you know two residents from the same city you know were playing on the same major league baseball team and especially back then when they're you know nowadays we've got 30 major league baseball teams and back then we had 16 you know so the percentages were even you know slimmer to have you know two guys from the same area for you know ties to the same area um you know on the same roster of a major league team so um you know that's some of the stuff that you know, with the bios and the information we're going to have out there, I think, you know, I hope other people kind of look at that and say, wow, that, that's pretty, you know, pretty significant for, you know, some of that stuff to, to be tied in. Right. Um, yep, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think it's uh, it'll be, again, something that uh, will be at least um, a brief history lesson or a, or a short history lesson for, for anybody who attends the complex um, to any of the fields or anybody who's walking around the pathways or or whatever. So, um, again, I, I think it's just another, um, a little bit of a positive spin. Um, and, and going back to previous um, podcasts that people may have listened to, um, that it's not just a baseball field, that we're trying to turn it into something more than that, some sort of uh, special destination for anybody who comes there. And that and the, the naming of the fields and the history behind uh, those players um, and those na- and the names on the fields is just another piece of that. Yeah, that's uh, like I said, it, it, it's so uh, so interesting to really read about you know about what's going on out there. So I, I just touched on a few of the little you know tidbits of what some of those players had. Um, unfortunately, we have a limited amount of time, and we're we're just about at that now. So um, you know, as we wrap up here, I just want to again encourage people to come out. Um, to our rededication celebration um, this coming Friday, April 19th um, at 5 p.m. out at the, the Burke's Youth Rec facility. And the address of the facility is 1098 County Welfare Road in Leesport. Um, you know, and if, uh, you know, if, if some of the things that I mentioned about the, the history of those players piqued your interest a little bit, um, you know, there's a lot more to be learned when you get out there. So we, you know, we, we encourage you to come out and read the plaques and read the signs and, you know, see the, the significance that these players had. And, you know, we're hoping that, uh, you know, by what we're doing, um, you know, we're, we're treating their legacies with, you know, with honor and dignity and respect. Um, and I know a lot of the family members that are coming out uh, to the April 19th celebration, um, you know, have communicated to me directly that, you know, that they are you know, very honored to have us do this. So, you know, everything that we're doing out there, we're, you know, trying to do with, you know, the utmost respect and, uh, you know, preserving the legacy of those baseball greats. Um, so, again, Kevin, thanks a lot for joining me again on this uh, podcast. And I guess the last thing I like to, to kind of just throw in there is, I guess, as an organization, the fact that it kind of started with a bunch of Schuylkill Valley alumni, the fact that we've kind of come full, full circle and ended up back in the Schuylkill Valley School District at a, at a complex you know, in Burn Township, I guess is a little, uh, 
you know, kind of poetic justice, so to speak. So ironic, very ironic. Um, so again, thanks for joining us, and uh, we hope to see everybody on April nineteenth at our rededication ceremony.